If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. These are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Thank you so much. My name is Chase. This is Chase Talks Hip Hop, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to the show. I had an awesome time doing this podcast with Mubarak. Mubarak is a longtime friend, collaborator, all around a great creative person. And it's interesting, the timing of everything, because recently I saw a news article about Andre 3000 watching street performances in Portland, and it really just reminded me of how me and Mubarak met and we do get into that in the podcast and I won't I won't spoil that but um it's awesome just to to catch up with him and exchange stories and just see where we're at in life and make sure to follow him check out his music he uh he's off social media right now we spoke about that a little bit it was really cool but um, you can find his music on SoundCloud and he has Singus TV, which is uh, you, can, you can find in the link below. So much respect, much, much respect to Mubarak Alpha Blondie for showing up. I had a great time with him. Um, we did our song Yellow Diamonds. You can listen to that at the end of the show. Once everything is wrapped up, if you keep listening and keep on rocking in the free world. I appreciate it. By the way, shout out to Gio for engineering a great show. The video should also be up on YouTube if you're interested in seeing that. Click the link below. As always, thank you for listening, beautiful people. Have an awesome day. God, yo, okay, I see you. And then, oh, dang, look at this setup. Whoa, what's that? Yeah, that's all Geo. This isn't me. This is the engineer Geo. Shout out to shout out to Geo for killing it. Cause yo, you... shout out Geo, bro. <laughs> I was doing my podcast in my car, bro. You know, if it, this were me editing it, I wouldn't be. This wouldn't be this. You know, so. uh I'm I'm thankful for uh, the the man Geo because uh, I, I'm better at talking. I'm not so good at the the technical podcast end, but um. You know, I'm happy to be doing this, too, because it's like we've known each other for so long. And I feel like we met in, in our, I feel like the story of how we met is very hip hop. Just it epitomizes <laughs> hip hop because I'll let you tell your side of it. But we met each other street. I was street performing and you were selling you were no, you were selling your CDs down at the Portland Riverfront. I remember this shit, and I do you remember Itzy Trigger? Do you remember him? Like, do like it was me, Sky. We ran into you, and then there was this other dude. He had this Beats pill, and he was freestyling about penetration. And you know, this fool was freestyling about penetration. And then, uh, like somehow along the lines, we met you, we talked to you, and then we performed together. So I'm like, it was probably like it. it this shit makes me feel like we we got ripped out of like the '90s or something. <laughs> yeah we're straight up from like a new york episode of like <laughs> of like some hip-hop crew um shoot i i i kind of remember it not too much i i do remember i was uh i think this was my yeah this was my first mixtape and uh i was still in high school but uh i was like just the hip i like i'm still a hip-hop head but i was like really into hip-hop right then and there and i'm 
I somehow made uh, the CDs into a physical thing. And I was like, oh, I wonder how I'm going to sell these because I made so many copies. And I just went, why not I just go to Portland and then try to sell them? Uh, and so I, you know, I didn't have a car at the time. So I went by train early in the morning, uh, walked, found a spot, uh, got my friend to make me a poster. And then I just started convincing people. <laughs> Dude, you, you fucking, it was more than convincing because the music, dude, I, I heard it. Like, here's here's the thing. Like, we as artists, we're always going to be hard on, on ourselves. But I'm going to tell the people, like, I, I'm pretty sure I still have this CD. I want to find this shit because, dude, like, you you were, you were just in high school. But, bro, you were, you were, like, rapping, rapping. Like, you were, you were a lot more developed than I think a lot of MCs who start out around that time. At least, like, with me, when I was in high school and I started rapping and making music, it wasn't at the quality of, of uh, the music you were making in high school. So I, that already told me right there, I'm like, oh, my God, this dude's really uh, talented. And then just seeing you, the drive of, you know, you took the train to sell these CDs, the self-belief, and then somehow, I, I like, I'm there around the same time we meet up, and then... You performed. You performed a couple of fucking records, and the people were loving it, bro. You drew a crowd. You're so modest, but you drew a crowd. Like, <laughs> see, the thing is, I just don't remember too much of it. But uh, it was a long time ago, and I, I remember. Yeah, it was it, so like, long. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, but like, I, that's the thing with me. Like, when I like meet somebody. Like, and, like, I become tied with them. I always, like, remember the details of, like, oh, this is... Ex because I, I I always feel like if I were to write a book and, like, tell a story, that probably is the most, like, hip-hop thing I could think of. Like, what's more hip-hop than running into a dude <laughs> at, at the park? Like, we're freestyling, moving CDs. It's like, if dude, if you were to put us in, like, the 80s or 90s, like, the equivalent would be us selling tapes out of our trunks. That's why I think yes. it was crazy. Like... <laughs> That shit is crazy to me. Like, dude, and this was in 2017, bro. We did this in the internet era. This shit is rare. Like, that shit yeah, is crazy. Yeah, that's true. Me. I'm surprised I sold CDs in the internet era. That's true. I uh, Man, that was, that was good of times. I I have no idea. When I think back to my, like, old self sometimes, I, I have no idea how I do the stuff that I do. Because I'm just like, what? How did I do that? I don't, <laughs> I don't remember me doing that, but, yo, Thank you so much. All these words, uh, honestly, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, well, I mean, the thing is, it's like I, you're like one of those like few people. I mean, when, I, when it comes like working with each other, like, we've been in the same room and worked on music with each other. And I think like when you're that like builds artistic bond, because um, even when when uh, when uh, I came to Portland to pick you up, we were driving back and forth like the conversations we had we were so in depth and i appreciated it because i think that is why we made uh like why it helps make make great music and i'm not going to tell the people uh or give too much detail but like i remember the stuff that you were playing me i, I don't know if you played it for the world but like i'm gonna i'm gonna tell the people this like mubarak you are like the type of guy you will have like some golden amazing music in your laptop and you're like nah it's not good enough i need to take two. <laughs> like i'm like what the fuck like this shit is crazy like <laughs> like this is some crazy shit you recorded and i'm like fuck you gotta put it out and then Mubarak, like nah, nah you're like so monk about this shit i love it bro like and that's one thing i feel like that's one thing i pick up from you i'm like oh shit i gotta be more patient with this music and like mold yeah. it more man that's i i think that's a uh that little feeling i have actually i kind of i'm kind of getting rid of that now and i'm i'm starting to slowly release again 
Um, but I had that kind of Kendrick Lamar mentality where I I had something and I was like, ah, I'm gonna wait a little bit though. I'm gonna wait. If it's really good, then like I'll wait until I release it later on in a year's time because I feel like it could withhold uh, for like centuries or something. But if not, then, you know, maybe I'll release it later or keep it for myself. I like to have music just for myself, too. Um, let me think here. But, yeah, that I just have so many things that I have in there. Sometimes I just have them because uh, sample wise, I can't legally release it. Yeah. And I want to <laughs> I want to wait a little bit before I can maybe like um, get clearance for it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not going to go far from what you're saying, but sample clearance, bro, like, I remember putting together my, yeah, like, my album, too. Like, it, it really, uh, I'm actually working on a mixtape. I've been sampling a lot of shit, and, like, I'm happy to do it because I'm like, yo, like, this mixtape cannot be, <laughs> this shit can never have a retail price. There's too many fucking samples. I get the shit suit out of me, but a lot of people who aren't, like, who don't know about hip-hop or producer, because you produce really well, too. Like, I got to give you your flowers. You're a great producer, writer, rapper. Like, you fucking check the boxes. You're even engineering as well. But uh, not, not, to, not to diverge far off from your process or anything. Oh, no, no, no. You're good, man. Uh, yeah, that's just, that's just practice, man. Uh, I usually take uh, an hour a day to make a beat every day. Just one hour. And then uh, sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, and then I'm just like, oh, that's it. That's the beat for today. And then sometimes if I don't feel like making beats, I literally just watch someone make a beat. I just watch like Kenny Beats or something or like uh, other producers on YouTube make a beat. And then I'm like, oh, that's something. Let me let me try to take that and see what I could do with that. Uh, but that's what I do like all the time, every day. Damn. Well, and the thing is about that ethic is what you're doing is genius because you're you're putting in the time. And I mean, I, I think like it's it's weird. Like I think um people can hit pockets. Right. But when you're consistently showing up and you're just saying, hey, I'm going to make a beat a day for an hour. I think when you do that, like you work on something for an hour like that, that one thing you work on for an hour is better than maybe doing like eight things in two hours you know what i mean I, I really am a believer in like quality over over quantity and i think we live in a world and it's gotten to a point where things have become much more quantity based and the songs are also getting shorter so people are releasing a lot of short songs but if you really think about it like back in the day if you have an album and you have like 12 songs most of them are four minutes well that's like probably the same runtime of an album that comes out nowadays with 20 tracks and each track is like, you know, uh, two minutes or a minute. Like, you, you never know. But I, I really uh, appreciate that mindset of like taking your time with something. It's, I don't want that shit to get lost. What is it? Not to not to diverge away from what we were saying, but uh, we were talking about uh, before before uh, everything cut. We were talking about just your process and uh, how you make your music. And I wanted to ask you too, like when when you're um constructing a beat, um, what do you start with? It depends on my day, man. That's that's so hard because I'm still learning how to end the beat, honestly, and uh, make a beat grow more. Because right now, currently, um, I I I can tell that I'm stagnant, and so I'm trying to challenge myself into knowing how to end end a beat really well and then trying to figure out how to grow the beat instead of making it that classic boom and bap 
uh, type of feeling because I'm like, okay, I see where I'm stuck. Now I got to really push myself on how to grow there. But uh, usually sometimes if I feel like it, I start with a loop or maybe I have a tune in my head that I've recorded before or like thought of. And, and then I try to write that melody down and actually produce from there. Uh, and then maybe sometimes I just feel like sampling. And so I just chop it up and do some like nice Kanye West type of thing. So... So basically, you you'd record your own melody, and in a sense, like you're sampling yourself. That's yeah. Uh, there's one project where I've recorded my own melody. Uh, uh, it's it's on my SoundCloud. But is it one eight hundred new me? No, no, not that one. That's those those are not my melodies. Those are other producers. Um, let me think. That was before I started producing in high school. The, all those mixtapes were other producers. Uh, but now me now is uh, just me. Um, let me think here. It was it's a uh, it's uh, statements. It's called statements. That one is straight up melody straight from my head. I still even have the recording from. Um, I was at work. Uh, I was in the bath. Uh, no, I was in the bathroom. I was just at work and I had this like string melody in my head where I was like, oh, da da. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is nice. And so I went to the bathroom in my workplace. And then uh, I went to my, like, notes. And then I just started singing the, like, notes, even though I didn't even know what the notes were because I'm not musically talented yet. I don't know um, all the notes. I don't know music theory. (laughs) You are talented. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know music theory at all. So I don't know, like, you know, all the notes of where to place it. But I just went, dun, 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 dun. And then I was like, okay, that's fire. And so when I went back home uh, a couple days later, I I listened to the recording. And so I was just like, all right, time to guess every single note. And so I just kind of guessed and placed it at the right notes. Um, And then I used a string and then it somehow worked. And I got, I got what I wanted and, it became the song that I needed. And I was like, oh, I just made a, a song straight from my head. Don't know any musical theory, no music theory, not yet. Uh, don't know how to play any instruments, but I just kind of dragged it, uh, went through it, and then it worked. Well, and, and that's the genius of like what you're doing as a producer, because I think when because i'm not like i i i definitely agree with you and and i'm the same in in that area like i don't know the most about music theory i know a little bit about some things with instruments but i would i definitely don't like feel like oh i'm a full musician as much as i am a producer so i think too like when you build something from scratch like you did that that's like that's such a fucking dignifying feeling where um it's like wow this shit came 100% from me from my soul and the world is going to get to hear this one day or I might just keep this for myself and build it up and I want to ask you too because I I think and I know I feel this as an artist but I think when I sometimes I look at songs like kids like oh this is a birth of an idea you know do you ever like and and I get attached to it have you ever been attached like really to your songs cuz I know I get attached to them Dude, I, yeah, there's so many. Uh, I if you ever looked at my hard drive, uh, I, I think I've showed you before. I literally have like album titles 
and ideas and songs and there's like literal tracks in them but i can't really release them so i keep it for myself and there's like they're just great little ideas that i have and um you know for copyright reasons i can't really release it and all that but like still those are just really nice ideas and i'm like oh man this is something special i'm just gonna keep this here it's gonna i'm just gonna love it yeah and and that's that's awesome because like finding the appreciation within the music and uh it's like dude you got a hard drive full of gold like uh it's funny you know actually before i came in to do this podcast i heard donda drop 30 minutes ago geo informed me and i'm like wait what like of course kanye does this shit but it, it, yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> i heard about that i saw it. i was like are you serious bro like right now <laughs> At a time like this, I mean, it's a great time to be alive, but still, God, <laughs> uh, I was like, really, bro? Like, you you had the chance to release many times, but today is the day. Sunday. Um, <laughs> yeah, on a Sunday, of course, you know. He was Kanye trying to catch Jesus. people before they went to church. <laughs> he <laughs> loves his Jesus, bro. Sorry. You know, but I'm hoping you... he has a Chick Fil A bar. <laughs> oh, bro, Chick Fil A bar. <laughs> oh, fuck. And I want, I miss, I know, I miss when rappers would rap about McDonald's. I'm gonna start dropping more Mickey D's bars. Like, <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> Some more. I'm. A, I need to put more hamburger <laughs> lines out there. But uh, like, yeah, these dollar menu bars. <laughs> fuck dude you know but you know what's funny like when you mentioned the hard drive this concept is really interesting and I, I know what you think of it but speaking of Kanye apparently um the other day he, he once he put out like something where he said he's not only gonna release the album he's also going to sell the stems for $200 and this could just be a bullshit blog post whatever but he wants to sell the stems for 200 bucks each for DJs or anyone who wants to fuck with it and you can cut or just customize the music i just what is what is your thought on that honestly i low key think that's a good move like it's a low key great move in a way cuz whoever gets that hard drive can really chop it up and make their own thing and make like an, an album to that too. I feel like more artists should do that. Like Tory Lanez, he did something with, um, I heard he sold his like album for like a dollar in NFTs and stuff like that. And he made like a million off of that. And that was, that was like a creative idea. I think us artists, uh, if we do it like independently and all that and just do stuff like that, I think that's really gonna bring a new gap to wealth and 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 just creative ideas in hip-hop no dude I, I i agree and like um i know i always kind of like when i think of creative minds i i jump i jump to you a lot because i i think that you're one of those people like you just have those neurons firing at all, all at all times in the day i know i just i know you and i know who you are i know you got you have music firing off like and I, and I and what's weird with me is like I, I don't always have music firing off, but I have raps kind of and like maybe like I words in my head like oh I like this word, oh or uh, this and that maybe this sample. But I I know for sure you like you have this like I like what is it? you know that movie Russell Crowe Beautiful Mind like I think certain artists like you have like this mind where you can like really um, just touch on like different melodies and symphonies. And when I heard about this stuff with Kanye and Donda. I, I agree with you. I do think it's a really good creative move. I think it's a good example to set to for independent artists like us. And 
like again like Kanye is such a polarizing figure where it's like even when I talk about him I gotta be like yeah I disagree with like this bullshit but then there's the Kanye I agree with there's like the the Kanye who says a lot of reasonable shit so it's like it it really you have to pick your times but um I agree with you I think that it's a good move and I also feel like we're drifting into this era where I think in the future, bro, I think people, like, for instance, are going to be like, wow, I got a Mubarak album. I can customize this to my fitting. Maybe I'll rearrange oh, the track. Yeah, no, I'll rearrange the track list. I'll take the ad- I'll put these ad-libs here instead and da-da-da. Like, like people are going to be, like, customizing albums almost like fucking toy. I don't know how to put it. Like, I, I think things are going to get to a much more interactive area with AI. It- I think about this shit all the time, and it kind of freaks me out. Oh, yeah, dude, I was about to say, AI scares me a little. Dude, if it doesn't, I feel like there's something wrong. I mean, like, you got to respect it, but you have to be respectfully scared of artificial intelligence because I think, what if a computer just takes my voice and then just makes, like, the fucking, like, you know, they could be like, all right, I'm going to take Chase's voice, let's make a super offensive song, blah, blah, blah. And then that's what AI can do. Like, okay, like, all right, well, we we got to be careful with that power, but it could also do some cool shit. I think. Yeah, man, that's the thing too. If you give that hard drive to someone that has probably bad intent, you know, because like they they could technically mix it and make it bad as well. So, so there's, there's a pro and con to you know everything. I'd say. Um. It's, it's it's very hard. It's very hard to find that like genius level where there's a lot less of cons involved. Because there's always going to be a risk with everything. I always I always say that there's a there's always uh, there's not really a good or bad. It's always a gray area. No, I, I agree. In the middle. Yeah. No, that's a healthy perspective to have because you know since if you know you're in the gray area you're not going to get freaked out when things will kind of get gloomy you know like i really I, I respect that because when you have like this just purely object oh this shit just went bad or really like the, the, even in in the worst situations i think that there have been positive takeaways but usually those positive takeaways might take like you know people could go through a fucked up event maybe they they lose a family member and then like it might take a couple of years for them to see oh here there's some positivity from this i learned i need to be better and uh you know make more phone calls and to show my family i love them and like you never know like there there are positive impacts even in the worst most fucked up things but um i i do agree like that perspective where you see things more so at a baseline and like instead of just being like, oh, this is a d- d- roller coaster, you're able to maintain and uh, just be more consistent in that way. And um, I actually want to ask you too, man, how's everything uh, uh, going? Are you are you still in uh, Washington? Uh, for now, actually, I've been. Uh, this is <laughs> this is a thing where uh, I've been thinking of possibly um, moving to Portland because I found a studio place to live, uh, and I I find I like. I, I want to live with myself because I feel as if I'd have way more creativity, just beyond any sense. Um, but I'm re- I'm really iffy about it right now because it's uh, I gotta think about like uh, like the just transit and just all the adult stuff. Like um, if I move to Portland, like taxes, how that's gonna be like for me, and what do I do in the sense of 
you know, moving to Portland, but working in Vancouver? Do I need to change my ID or something? Those are adult questions I wanted to ask somebody. So maybe I'll ask you about it later because I don't know. <laughs> hey, bro, shoot. Uh, but I got you, but bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I was like, I don't know nothing about that, but I have a, like four areas that are like really great where I'm just like, oh, dude, if I live in this nice studio, one bathroom, one like bed place, I'm set, dude. I like I have a notebook full of uh, a ton of ideas just for hip hop in general and just like society. It's it's uh, my brain is crazy. My brain is too crazy, man. Like there's inventions I want to make, like too, where I'm like, bro, if we had this in, in hip hop, I swear everyone would be set. Like I'm just like, what? But but where do I come up? That's that's but that's bro. Like that's that shit we need. Like I'm happy. Like this is the type of shit that makes me tap my foot because. That's how innovation happens, bro. Like, Grandmaster Flash, like, that's how you get to the crayon on the record. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, in, in all honesty, I'd, I'd probably be uh, I'd probably be set as, like, a Master P type of person where, like, you know, get 85-15 of my record deal and all that. But because I remember uh, an interview, uh, a woman was doing an interview. She's, like, really popular in the record label where she told about like Master P and how he hustled and he sold CDs too, surprisingly. Um, uh, yeah, that's how you do it. it and bro. then, uh, and then he was independent for a long time. And then when he got signed, he was still independent and still sold the CDs like, like eight, 850,000 of those CDs he sold by himself somehow. And you earn all that revenue. Holy I was like, shit. bro. Dude, crazy. imagine printing those CDs. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that, that's what I had to do with. <laughs> I had like, I had like 200 of them, I think. <laughs> I used the school's ink, so I was good. But like, <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me like, oh, dude, I don't know if you could be able to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. You know what? You know what? That's what schools are meant for. We're supposed to use their fucking resources. Those pricks. Like... No, they were cool with it because you know I was different. They were cool with it, but they were just like, "Yo, maybe a little ne less next time if you make a mistake." You're you're probably a better student than me. They wouldn't have let me do that shit. Like they would have like Chase, fuck you. You're a fucking asshole, though. <laughs> Nah, but... Surprisingly, I was so uh, I I got away with it. I finessed with some things in life. Hey, that's what you gotta do, bro. But you no, know, I'm happy you bring up Master P because I mean the sheer numbers. You said what? Almost that's eight hundred and something thousand. That's almost a million records that he sold himself. Like that is impressive. It's, yeah, that's beyond impressive. Yeah, just passing that. And I, I think that, a big that's crazy. thing. I th I think a big thing like with master p or or with any independent artist developing like yourself i think like the the more you sharpen i think it's about who you put around you you know um i i think uh i saw this interesting video with jay-z and uh it was about how jay-z can kind of navigate uh the the record industry and how basically if you're not helping him move forward he doesn't want to work with you and i i looked at that and People can take that in a lot of ways where it's like, oh, is that is that purely selfish? Like, maybe, but there are certain things you can take away from it where it's like, you know, 
a lot of me not like let me not not even talk about hip-hop any musician like even we're talking about aerosmith i remember steven tyler talked about how his manager would want him high and on drugs and so he can make him sign some bullshit and it's like that's the thing they don't people the record industry doesn't want you to have your mental faculties and that's what fucking bothers me and leading into my question i want to ask you do you ever feel like like I, i i know you already know but like i feel like this industry is almost set up like to entrap artists. You know what I mean? Uh, At points. I, I don't remember who's. I don't know if it was Nas or Pac. Someone said it, or maybe even M. But someone said the music label. Oh wait, it was a. Uh, it was the tribe. Uh, tribe called Tribulations, I think. Oh. Tribe called Quest. Tri- wait, yeah. no, it was Tribe called Quest. They they said the music label is shady, man. And it still is shady. Like, I I look at the uh, I look at the people uh, how they play this off, you know, with uh, industry plants and stuff like that. And what is an industry plant? And like, just how they will make you, you know, they they'll kind of ease off and just say, you know, hey, just sign this. Don't worry about reading the label. I honestly, if Anyone is listening to the, you know, I know people listening to For the people, right when Mubarak was about to get into some of the most important details, uh, the audio fucked up, uh, no fault of anyone, shit happens. Uh, was, I was about to drop some knowledge. Dude, these young kids. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. All right, let's get back to it. We're talking about the record industry being shady. Uh, and I just let's, just, let's just go back into what you were saying, like, because I feel like you were about to really drop some bombs. So let's get to it. I don't even remember. That's an issue. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, hey, don't don't even trip. We'll lead back into it. We hey, if we get there, we'll we'll cross that bridge, or whatever. But um, well, fuck it. Like so, basically, uh, have you been working on um a, a project? Do you have anything in mind that you want to release in the near future? Uh, it doesn't need to even have a title, but um, I just want to ask you, uh, at some point in time, are are you gonna be blessing the people with the project or a single? Yo, I got, I got you. I have a whole blueprint that I could tell y'all. I could just spoil it. I don't even care. <laughs> Whatever you want to uh, do. Hold on. I, I, I have this journal full of ideas for like money wise and then society wise and all that. I have journals for everything. So, uh, let me see here. Uh, there it is. This one. So, I have like I've written down some things uh, that I can tell the people about for some music ideas see for sure and this is i really appreciate this because i feel like like this is such a sneak peek into like the mind of a genius <laughs> uh, this really so is I, so i have uh four projects i'm working on currently right now um uh, i'm also doing a challenge i'm making a song and it's going to be released around like september or so uh it's going to be a song where uh i'm st- i'm just going to start going head through and just going within the career because i'm set and ready i paid all my bills i'm not in debt no more uh i'm good um so the first project is going to be called no heart drives so no heart drives which is like probably going to be like a two-week thing or maybe a whole month of me making songs just straight from loops from uh, logic or something like that or just straight from my head and it's just going to be called No Heart Drives uh, because it's it um, 
it symbolizes the incident where my hard drive didn't work and I relied on that a little too much. So I want to challenge myself within making music that's not within my hard drive and um, just putting that out there uh, on, Song on SongCloud for a bit. And then I'm also working on another project I'm possibly making, maybe making on Spotify, but it's definitely going to be on SoundCloud where I'm making a whole story album where this is going to be like almost rock-ish, little Uzi, but like mixing more genres than just hip hop, where it's a love story between a guy and this alien girl. And then he sees her and he wants to make it to her. So he, you know, makes a spaceship out of cardboard and shoots to her, but he has like a little adventure going through cops, meeting new friends, discovering laws and stuff like that. And then there's gonna be like a betrayal. This is gonna be a whole story. I, I'm thinking it's going to be like a 20 track thing. Uh, it's going to be nice too. It's going to be sweet. Um, then the third album is an R&B one. I'm just thinking that's like a nice 90s, maybe 80s hip hop R&B type of feeling. Uh, and then the fourth one is maybe my debut album. I'm thinking into just how I grow as a person, how my life is, observing everyone in society kind of like a Kendrick Lamar type of situation. But those are my four album ideas currently right now. Bro, um, everything you just dropped, bro. Like, I, I appreciate you, like, opening up and, like, talking about this because, you know, each each thing you just described sounds fucking awesome. And I know, knowing who you are and knowing what I've heard already, it, it's, I know what the people are in for. And that's why, like, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, shit. Because when you when you name the first one, no heart drive, um, I like that concept, and I I think I I what I really appreciate is how you're approaching each project different. How you're saying I'm gonna do this this way, I'm gonna do this this way. I'll tweak this, maybe do this little, and you're not becoming, what is it? You're not becoming rigid in a mold. You're not becoming stuck in one way of doing things. And I think if you you just keep doing that, bro, it's like you're 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 catching fire as is, man. Like I think the music that you've been creating is great and i'm excited just to see your evolution like I, and i'm i'm very like i just want to say thank you for even opening up your notebook because like this is monumental like mind you you're the first uh guest in this studio so like you're the first guest yeah to, to do a podcast in the studio with me um and that and like it's super awesome and I've, I've been wanting to have you on because it's like we've been in the studio together we've recorded music we um you know we met how we met and just like to see how far you've come and, and like to see uh how you're just challenging yourself consistently it makes me makes me happy dude because i remember too like when i picked you up for portland bro like you had a notebook and i remember like i thought i was good about writing my goals out writing my shit dude you were so much more detailed than my shit. Like, my notebook, like, is not as organized. Like, it might, at points, it looks like a serial killer scribbled in it. But, dude, your shit was, like, cursive, handwritten, organized. <laughs> you had, like, the, the fucking, like, uh, you know, uh, what is it? The, you know, the separators, like, for, like, the top. Like, like you, you, oh, you yeah. were organized on, like, such a level where I'm like, shit, I got to step up my game because, um... I know, man, like, I, I, I really uh, get inspired and I feel happy, like, uh, seeing people I know win 
and uh, just get better. And uh, whatever you do, bro, I'm gonna be there to listen. And uh, if like I'm, I'm always gonna be here. Like I say, even fuck it, you need a beat, holler at me. You need me to fucking, you know what I mean? No, I'll I send you, you ad libs. I got tracks. you, G. Oh what? I'm, you gonna be jumping on track with me? I got you, bro. You hop, dude. You you did a track on my latest mixtape. I'll be remiss if I don't work with you, bro. Bro, I know, bro. And I just got my laptop fixed. Like it, it fixed itself somehow, and then I'm like, right when when that happens, you release the song already, and I'm like, bro, why is it the worst timing? <laughs> Every time, bro, I swear to you, when I'm like in a creative like spot, my computer just goes off, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna chill, and I'm like, really, <laughs> dude, it's all good. Well, the song still turned out great, and like the audio quality, like I said, like. I like I, you don't need to worry about it. Like for the people, like the people listening, we're talking about the the record we did, Yellow Diamonds. Uh, it's on my mixtape, Into the Haze. You can go listen to it now. Plug, but it, like literally, that's the only song you need to listen to on the project, the one with Mubarak. And um, I, nah, just, bro. You no. need to listen to your whole album, bro. Listen to the whole one, but skip to the Mubarak one, and you can go back to the beginning because that one is the jam. Like I remember too. Like you know how I knew that song was great is when I played it, and like my my girlfriend and uh, her sister were dancing to it. They loved it. Like, and uh, I let them know. Uh, I let Sky know. My old oh, Mubarak did that. Like what? Like you know? And um. It's weird because we, we worked on that. We've been working on that song since, like, I want to say last November. Last, no, last October, last September, like, over a year ago. Uh, not over a year, like, a little bit under a year ago. And um, to see how it developed, bro, makes me so fucking happy. And uh, like I said, it's a it's always fun to just create with awesome people. And, um, yeah, I, I, I do want to talk. I want to actually go now, now that we've had to recut a couple of times. I want to go in depth, actually, about your, your projects and your lineup. Um, I want to talk about let's see. I want to talk about the R&B project and then I want to talk about your more rock infused project and then we can talk about your album. But uh, who are who are your influences in the R&B world? You know what I mean? Like who, who are the people who inspire you in that area? Man, the thing is, I don't have like those top fives or anything i just listen um i this is what i do because i'm really cheap and it actually helps me so i i'm i don't use my phone at all i literally go on it for 30 minutes and then after that i drop it um unless it's like texts from like you or anyone else uh i just answer and then i drop my phone but i go i usually don't use my phone to listen to music i don't have a spotify anymore uh I just go to Goodwill, uh, I bring my CD with me, I close my eyes and pick a random CD, because like CDs cost like two bucks at Goodwill, and then I pick a random artist and I just listen. I just go through it and just listen. Um, like the newest person I'm inspired by is, hold up, I got in my room. Uh, so. I got some, I got some CDs here from uh, from Goodwill. So, Sade, uh, oh, I got Sade in here from Goodwill, and that was nice. Uh, smooth operator. I did not know she made that. So when I heard that, I was like, "Yo, this is lit." Uh, <laughs> is big pun. Uh, the it even got the instrumental in here too. So I I was freestyling on that, which was dope. Um, Alicia Keys. I actually never listened to Alicia Keys before, so this was really cool to uh, listen to for the first time for myself. 
Um, and then uh, String. I never heard of him, but I've heard good things. And I listened in, and it was great. Dude, I I think, like, that Goodwill, bro, might be the... I've never gone to a Goodwill with that kind of quality music, bro. Like, most of the time, it's like they, they don't have, like, you, you have probably the best good... Dude, that Goodwill is probably has, like, great records and, like, Amoeba or some shit. Because the fact that they have Sade and Alicia Keys and, uh, like, I, I could... Uh, every Goodwill I've gone to when I've gone to the CD section, bro, like, they literally, like, have Rod Stewart fucking, you know, like, just, like, a bunch of, like, the Christmas Rod Stewart album, like, throwaway shit. But, dude, your fucking Goodwill is lit. Um, what, Which, um, out of all those CDs... Which one do you think you uh you like the most, or is there maybe you don't like it the most, but is there like out of all of those CDs, is there a song or something on there that just hit you in the head and you're like, oh my god, I gotta create, I feel inspired. Uh, I'd say Alicia Keys is the one uh, songs in A minor her album. That one is definitely gonna be like slightly what I'm influenced by for this R and B album. I'm not gonna lie. That one's uh, the the dopest one, and it even had a bonus track, but it didn't say in the CD. So it made me really surprised how they did a bonus track because now everything is digital, so you won't really be surprised with a bonus track. But when I heard that, like uh, the bonus track, I was like, "Whoa! This is how it felt like for a bonus track without you know them telling you." That's when I think the thing with the internet is it took away a lot of mystery, you know, yeah. and, and mystery is important. And, um, I, I know recently you uh, got rid of your social media and everything. I commend you and I respect you. And uh, I, I actually wanted to touch on that. And, um, I, I think that there are a lot of positive, uh, health effects from detaching from social media. I used to, I still have, I actually deleted my Twitter. I still have my Instagram. I have my website, but I, I really am at a point where I just post, I drop, I might interact a little bit with certain people. But, um, you know, I, I respect you, like, just for, like, saying fuck this entirely. And I want to ask you, like, how much better do you feel not being on social media? Do you feel like you just kind of have that weight off your, your head? Um, I will I will be honest, yes. Um, it, it is the best feeling in the world only because when I hear my other friends talk about social media I just kind of um I just kind of like ask them oh what's going on in the the same old same old of the internet you know because it's just it really is the same old same old where you don't um you don't get anything new except people getting married or having babies or something um and so I feel like it's just an endless loop that doesn't really benefit. But I do understand business people where they need to use it to advertise their thing. So I won't knock it to them. Um, it's the best feeling in the world. I still use YouTube and still um, like I'm influenced to using it for like uh, using my image for music videos and stuff like that uh, sooner or later. Maybe more animated because I don't really like showing my face much too. All right, let's get back to what you were saying about social media and uh, how you, you said you were before everything went off. You were saying that you, you use YouTube still and uh, that if you use it for business, you respect that. But uh, I don't want to diverge from, from what you were saying. Uh, yeah, I don't find it necessary. Uh, for me to, one second, there might be feedback. Uh, 
Hold up. You're good, man. Oh, I'm good? Okay. Uh, I don't find it necessary for me to really show my life in a sense because I feel as if I'm kind of being <laughs> a little narcissistic within flexing. I don't really like flexing much. I like to push the art. Uh, I'm, I, I, dude, I just have this feeling where I'm, I'm born to push the, the media of art and just life and society, but not, I don't care about uh, much else of braggadocious life. Like, I honestly live the simplest life of all time, but, um, uh, you know, it's me. Uh, social media kind of dilutes people's minds a little bit within, you know, you're only showing your best life. You're not really showing much of anything else. And when showing your best life, it doesn't really show your growth um, as a character for yourself. Uh, not all the time, but I get, you know, some people do, you know, everyone works differently. Uh, and I get that. But for me personally, I just can tell by other people when you see other people uh, showing their best life. We all do it. I did it myself. You compare yourself to them. And then you're like, oh, man, I ain't doing shit. Uh, what the heck am I doing here? You know, what am I doing? And so, you know, it becomes that loop. And for me, I felt this feeling way too many times. And I'm like, and I just keep, you know, questioning myself, like, why am I here if I keep feeling the same thing I'm feeling? And then at one point, I just said, uh, I was in Africa at that point, but I was like, bro, when I come back from Africa, just fuck it, I'm leaving. I'm leaving social media. I don't need it. And so right when I came, uh, when I uh, flew back here, I was just like, F it, I don't need this. Because, you know, you could tell a person's character if they're not observing you from your, like, highlights only, you know? If they, you know, because, like, you never know. It's it's kind of like finding the right person for you, and then they don't care about your money, you know? Same with the personality. If, you know... If they're still your friend and you don't have a social media, then they're the real ones. Because they really just care about your character rather than your highlights. And so for me, I was just like, bro, I don't need to show people my highlights. I just need to show them. I just want to show them the project. And if they feel good about the project, I'm happy. That's it. Uh, dude, I, I love everything you said. And um, like what you the, the perspective you put into it, because. I feel a hundred percent like you where I, I think social media, like I, I mean, the thing is I, I, I try my best to, to keep it real on social media. Like I'll, I'll post about the music. I'm, I might, you know, show certain things, but it's funny because, you know, people, I remember you're talking about highlights, right? I, I remember like I shot like this promotional thing. I, I, I was, it was after work. I recorded it on my phone in my car and literally all the comments were like, it's not professional looking. This is this whack. Like, and I'm like, well, sorry, what the fuck? I don't have money for like, and, and it makes me think like, what do you, I'm giving you the real, like I'm giving you the real, like to me, like there is nothing more real than when I do a video of me sitting in my car and I talk about music or something. They're like, I think that's the, that's the real shit or this conversation we're having. This is the real, um, Whenever, like, you, you see somebody, like, with perfect lighting, I'm going to talk about lighting here, but with, like, perfect lighting and fucking this and that, it, it, it gets it gets weird because it's like, this is strange. Like, we when I watch a movie, you know, we see a, whatever actor and they're fucking, 
they're set up to look that's not how they look like in real life it, this is insane shit and social media is really been trans that that culture has been transmuted into it and i want to ask you too like while you were in africa like did you did you just like feel like just relieved like okay I, i'm i'm away from america i can kind of detach from some a lot of the bullshit and just get in touch with my music get in touch with who i am um yes and no um i i will be honest man uh this is, i don't want to get too political but um i don't really like the the system of capitalism much and i can see that happening much like much to its degree in africa where it's uh it's diluting to that uh and so that made me sad a bit uh some of this mentality though is not lost like uh growing your own food and stuff like that that was that made me really go like all right i'm gonna grow my own food like what's the point of you know spending so much money on some stuff like um that that really changed my perspective i didn't bring my laptop with me so i didn't make any music but i really was focused with like i was really pushed with myself in a corner where i'm just like like I had a diary and I filled that whole thing up with, for the whole month of being in Africa, really understanding my own emotions. And that was the toughest month for me. I, I'm not gonna lie, that was the toughest month for me because there was a lot of uh, fights with myself within uh, how I wanna play, just how I wanna play this out. And just like how I want to be when I grow up what I want to do in the next five years. So a lot, I mean, a lot of people, you know, have their time when they figure out what they want to do. But for me, that really quickened. So uh, with my age of 20 now and almost 21 soon, uh, I already know what I want in life and who, like what I like and what I don't and, and what I want to do and what I want to be. So for me, uh, it was a really big wake up call within just the purpose life, you know? And and I think it's good too. You took that time and you weren't, you know, you left and you weren't focused on music. You focused on yourself because I think too, like when you, I think instinctively you knew too, when you got back, you, you had to purge some shit. And uh, I think we as humans, like we need those times where it's like, okay, I need to get away from a home base. I need to go see some shit, and I need to learn about myself. And, um, you know, Mubarak, it's like, uh, j just know, it's like you're on the right track, and uh, you're, you're one of the most talented people I know. And I, and I, and I mention you a lot. Like, I think you're definitely one of the most talented artists I know. And Come on, Chase. You are too, man. Hey, Come I, on. You I, can't I, dilute yourself. Hey, I, we sat in the studio together, but it's like, you know, we, we know. And, like, but, um, you know, just, just I'm really happy to, to have you on this show. It's been such a long time coming because, like, um, I'm happy you feel even comfortable enough to express like something as candid as that, and it's really cool. And I think a lot of people are gonna listen to that, and then they're gonna probably do a lot of self evaluating. But you're you're one of the most like caring, self aware people I know, and uh, I know you got a good heart and you got a good head on your shoulders. And uh, I think when you have that in life, you're gonna be okay, man. And you know, it's like I said, like you're you're doing music, you're you're uh, thinking about moving to Portland, you're 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 becoming, you know, you're growing up and you're getting more into the adulting of life. And I remember 
when I was at that stage when I was 20 and like it, it's stressful I remember actually that transition when I was moving into my apartment with Sky like all that getting a job and a, a new job um taxes etc all this shit and uh you know man like listen I always say this if, if I can get through that shit I definitely know you will like because I believe me like you were asking like oh I need to dude I'm I've been living in Los Angeles I haven't even I've been here since December I haven't changed over my license plate I haven't changed oh, over what? my ID or my phone number I've been in here I, I it's like um, it's pretty much September it's been like a full pregnancy, nine months, ten months, and I still haven't gotten that shit taken care of. So, you know, it like I'm not I'm not the best with it, but um, you know, like I but not not to go far off, but uh, you know, your journey, like you know, traveling to Africa, you know, being able to like discern what you want, um, from your life and just look within, and at the same time appreciate the external and see the gray of it you know what i mean not everything's good not everything's bad you know you saw the commercialism and you saw the the food growing so i think you have a good mindset and i'm excited to see what you do with each project bro like, i'm excited to see what you do with no heart drive i'm excited to see what you do with that concept album with the the, the multi-layer of genres your r&b project and and then you you want to lead that into your debut album i think it's genius because I, I think you what you're doing out the gate is you're saying don't put me in a fucking box don't put me in a oh, box yeah. and that right there bro is like that's why i know you're gonna succeed in this area bro uh thank you man i mean like donald glover said it himself i listen to a lot of interviews donald glover said it himself man when you put yourself in that one area of a box you're for like you're just forever gonna be stuck within like not growing as just a character yourself and you know i just don't want that in my life um in in general in general and so that's how it is i'm just like nah i don't i don't i don't want to do that um but yeah i i like to listen and and then talk to other people like i talked to african scammers when i was in in ghana i talked to poor people i talked to uh religious people i haven't talked to a rich person yet in africa but like i i, I learned these perspectives and then i'm just like ah okay let me let me observe that and use that for like the debut album when it comes i don't have a name for it but did, did the scammers share any like techniques like he's like hey you americans need to try this like he's like you americans are slipping on this like <laughs> sorry in a sense uh, it gave me more. Uh, it gave me more humbleness because he just told me I was lucky to be in America, and I asked why. And then he told me, you know, he told me his reasons, and it was very interesting from his perspective as a scammer. And then I asked him if he would still scam in America, and he said, "No, nah, he he would not do that. He just he wants a different life within that." Which was interesting to hear from him. And well, well, because really, like, because let's break it down. I he's in a position where he's doing that, not because he wants to. I'm I'm a big believer that most people who are, who are doing like um, who are in that bad, bad situation, yeah, or quote unquote bad. I think a lot of people who are whatever selling drugs, doing scam like things like that for money, they're trying to get by for the most part. And at that point, in that moment, that is their best means to do so. You know, so. You you being non judgmental and forthcoming enough to have that conversation is like why you are an artist. I think it's because 
you're you're here to learn and you're here to appreciate and at the same time bro like you teach and i've learned a lot from you just by watching you create and i'm just thankful bro like you've come on the show i know it's been like uh, buggy at moments and shit with the audio but i'm thankful that you're the first official guest in this studio bro i'm so happy about it and i just want to thank you for coming on and and like i said the floor is yours you can plug away anything you know, let the pe- you've already let the people know about your projects, but if there's any message you want to give to the people, the floor is yours. All right, bet. Uh, first off, I want to say, yo, uh, you got to have me again, I hope. Oh, I hope you yeah. have me again, man. Fuck yeah, we're doing a three-hour podcast the next time. Gio just said oh, we got to fly you out. Gio just oh, said we got to fly you this out. Is it's going to be some Joe Rogan shit. It's getting live. For real, bro. I'm thankful as hell for you to come on well we're gonna make sure we edit this in but uh yeah no just i just want you to, to give your message to the people and just you know whatever you need to say man just like you can put it out there well first off you're gonna have me back we're gonna have like a joe rogan episode we're gonna be like having a suit or something and then we're just gonna talk <laughs> um yes it's gonna be a whole Joe Rogan episode. We're gonna have a suit and everything. Take some mushrooms. We don't know where we're gonna go with this shit. Honestly, we don't even know. We don't know. <laughs> Get a bottle. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> let me. What else? Um, check out my SoundCloud. My name is uh, Mubarak Afablandi. M U B A R I K A L F A B L O N D I. Uh, that's my SoundCloud. I don't have a Spotify yet. I am planning to later on, but not right now. I have a whole blueprint for it. I can't do Spotify right now, but I'm I'm waiting on that. I'm just doing SoundCloud mainly. Um, I release music every two weeks. That's my little thing. I I do music every two weeks. Uh, just give me it gives me time to create things, uh, and just be creative with it. Um, if it flops, hey, I don't care. It's fun. At the end of the day, it's a challenge for me to. Uh, be the best uh, and do and do good and uh what what what's the last thing i don't got no social media so just check out my soundcloud and if you see me on uh youtube it'd probably be on cygnus tv that's my own little brand but that's just for music videos and just chill little stuff so cygnus tv is c-y-g-n-u-s uh tv and I'll be doing some music videos as well. Just like some cool little music videos here and there. Um, but that's it. Kind of basic. No, dude, that's not basic. I'll make sure to, to put the links and everything so people can find it. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, I'm just very thankful, dude. I, I appreciate you as a person. I Thank you for coming on and uh, just, just telling your story. And I think next time we do this, man, you're going to be in here. We're gonna, you know, I mean, we'll, 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 we're, we're gonna figure this out, but we're gonna do like a two and a half hour, three hour podcast, and uh, we're gonna take this to another level. And um, I'm, I'm just super thankful, man. I'm having a good time. I know Gio had a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. He said. Oh, oh for yeah, real, Gio yeah, had yeah, a good time. Yeah, Gio. Yeah, no, yeah, for real. Like we're all having fun, and like this is why I do the show. And I'm just very thankful, Mubarak. And like I said, I'll, I'll be hitting you up outside of this and between, seeing how you're doing. And uh, I like and whenever, like I said, each step of the way, um, I'll be listening to each mixtape, EP, album you drop. I salute you. Thank you for coming on Chase Talks Hip Hop and being a part of the family, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna send you some drums. I'm gonna send you some drums. Hey, hey, woo! Let's do it, bro. Let's do it. We gotta be cooking, bro. I'll fly. We'll fly you out, and we gotta do a podcast. Get in the studio. We'll get cooking, homie. 
Yes, for sure. Uh, should I leave? <laughs> That's all good. Uh, hey, no, we'll, we'll cut it out on our, on our end. I salute you, brother. Peace, man. Okay. All right, See you later, my guy. All right, later, dude. Awesome. So we had a great time with this conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Shout out to Mubarak for for coming on the show and everything. It's a great time catching up. And yeah, like again, please subscribe to the YouTube channels. Fucking leave a comment, five-star review, all of the above. Thank you to Geo for engineering. Shout out to the Third Wheel Podcast Studio in Los Angeles for hosting. And overall, it was a great show. And I, I think we got into some great topics. We talked about how we met. We talked about his uh, his rollout for the over the next year and everything. Uh, Mubarak is going to be releasing four projects and more. And again, I say that Mubarak is one of the most creative people because I'm telling the truth because I know like he has probably hundreds of songs stashed away. That dude is always working. So um, much respect to him. Salute to his grind. And salute to you people as well for listening. Have a great day. Baby, I see you in the distance By my side, I see you in my visions By my side, I buy yellow diamonds On the high and I don't like you acting distant Let me show you I can't get this Let me show you I can't get this You need a real man that gets it If I have to get it, then I'll get it Baby, I see you in my distance By my side, I see you in my visions By my side, I buy yellow diamonds On the high and I don't like you acting distant let me show you I can't get this Let me show you I can't get this You need a real man that gets it If I have to get it, then I'll get it Blowing all that dope in the hatchback EMP, gonna get it Cash app obsessed on her advisor On NASDAQ, NASA, let's please sit On the flight deck, ball like hype that Like that, hi-hat snapping, I'ma stack that Millions to the ceiling till the last laugh Freedom over everything, platinum band wedding ring You know? Baby, I see you in my distance By my side, I see you in my visions By my side, I buy yellow diamonds On the high and I don't like you acting distant let me show you I can't get this Let me show you I can't get this You need a real man that gets it If I have to get it, then I'll get it